Let's make 2024 the year you finally start and launch your dream sustainable fashion brand. A lot of the times, we have conscious and unconscious biases that are holding us back from accomplishing what we want. In this episode, I am addressing it head on. We're going to talk about all the icky feelings. We're getting into fear, overwhelm, stress, pressure, imposter syndrome, self sabotaging, and everything in between. And we're going to deal with all of that so that you can be successful. I'm really excited about this episode because I'm going to go through six steps that you can use to get over the fear, the overwhelm, the imposter syndrome, and everything in between so that you can finally start your dream fashion brand. At the end of the day, we need more conscious brands in the world. Consumers need better options and brands that are genuinely intentional and conscious. I talked about this in the last episode where I talked about how to start a successful fashion brand in 2024 and gave you 14 secret strategies to ensure you succeed this year. If this is the year you're finally going to pursue your dreams and launch your brand, a lot of you reached out and said that you thoroughly enjoyed that episode, and that makes me so happy. And if you haven't listened to it, make sure you check it out. I talked about mindset towards the end of that episode. I got a lot of messages about imposter syndrome and just getting over that and getting over the fear and how to find the courage to actually start a brand because a lot of you are thinking of doing it, but maybe something is holding you back. Maybe you feel like you're making excuses, you're talking to yourself in a negative way. And at the end of the day, you are aware that you're sabotaging your own success and preventing yourself from living the life you want to live. But in the moment, you can't stop doing it. That's why I wanted to share some tools and methods that have helped me in this episode. Before we dive into the mindset items, though, I did want to congratulate you on making the decision to launch a brand. That is a very important first step. And I want to know that myself and our recloseted team are here to support you every step of the way. It is really important, though, that you make that decision and now commit to it. Even if it's scary, even if things are coming up for you right now, commit to it. And then we will deal with all of those scary things together. If your dream is to make 2024 the year and this the year you finally launch your dream brand and you pursue a career you're passionate about, you leave that nine to five job, you do this full time, and you consciously create wealth for yourself while doing something you love and you're proud of, then I wanted to give you a gift. If you haven't already heard, I have a brand new. Free fund your fashion line training that is tackling exactly how much money you need to start a fashion brand and exactly how to get that funding. This is a brand new training that I put together over the holidays. I'm really excited about it because I'm sharing three things that I commonly get asked. First, what to spend your limited budget on to maximize your return on investment. Because I know a lot of the times it's like, should I be buying this? Should I be buying that? Is that a better investment? I break it all down in this training. Secondly, how much you need to launch a successful sustainable fashion brand. I go through this spreadsheet that I give you access to. We walk through it line by line. I give you the ballpark costs so that you can go into this with eyes wide open and also you won't get ripped off because you know what the ballpark estimates are. Last but not least, I am going to talk through how you can get the funding you need to launch your dream brand. These are the top three questions I get asked all the time when it comes to the financial piece of launching a brand. I put it all together in this training for you, and it's going to be perfect for you if you haven't launched your brand yet and you're just constantly overwhelmed and you're a little bit avoidant about the cost side of things when it comes to launching a brand. If you want to take it, you can get immediate access right now at recloseted.com slash budget. 
and the link will also be in the show notes for you. This training will take you one dedicated hour, and I guarantee it's going to be a really good investment of your time. Set it aside for your business. Go through this episode right now, listen to the last one if you haven't already, and then go through the training. I promise you it's going to be worth your time. Join the slow fashion revolution with Recloseted Radio. As the number one podcast for fashion entrepreneurs with a conscience, we're here to help you reach new heights. I'm your host, Selena Ho, the founder and CEO of Recloseted, and I'm on a mission to share my insider knowledge and strategies for launching a successful sustainable brand, growing your existing slow fashion business, and making your brand more environmentally friendly. I also invite industry experts to share their stories and insights too. So subscribe and let's get to work on transforming the harmful fashion industry. Now, let's talk about the six steps that you need to complete to get over the fear, overwhelm, imposter syndrome, and self-sabotaging behaviors so that you can actually have the courage to start that brand, commit to it, and be successful. The first step is to take inventory of what's going on. This is important because a lot of the times when we are afraid of something or we're overwhelmed or we're self-sabotaging, There's a lot of things that we're consciously aware that we're doing. Let's say that you want to launch a brand, but you keep procrastinating spending the time to do it by watching Netflix or scrolling on TikTok and doing all these things that aren't a good use of your time. And you consciously know this, but you can't stop or can't help yourself from doing it. That's a conscious thing. But there's also subconscious things that we may not be aware of that are preventing us from our goals. The scary piece is the subconscious part because you just don't know what you don't know and you are unaware and blissfully ignorant, if you will, of the fact that you're preventing your own success. And we need to take inventory of what's going on and the goal in this is to make the subconscious conscious And just be aware of what's going on so that then we can identify it and fix it. What I found is that our minds in general are quite good at being quote unquote negative because we are primed to protect ourselves. And so there's three prompts I have for you that you can write down in your journal or write down on a piece of paper. And then I want you to hit pause and actually write down everything that comes to mind. The first prompt I want you to write down is... I can't start a sustainable fashion brand because dot dot dot. Write that down on a piece of paper or in your notepad and pause the podcast episode right now and just write down everything that comes to mind. Don't censor yourself. Don't hold yourself back. Whatever comes to mind, put it onto paper no matter how shameful it feels, no matter how guilty you feel. It's what you truly think deep down or something's coming up. Take a good 15 to 30 minutes to think through every single thing that comes up around why you can't start a sustainable fashion brand. And then once you're done, you can come back. Okay, that was the first prompt. And this is the second prompt I want you to do the exact same thing with. Write down, I can't achieve a $20,000 plus launch with my dream fashion brand because dot dot dot. Write down everything that comes to mind, all your limiting beliefs, anything and everything that comes up. Take 15 to 30 minutes now, pause the episode, and jot it all down. The last prompt that I want you to write down is as follows. I can't quit my job and pursue my fashion brand full-time because... Same thing, write down everything and anything that comes to mind. Do not censor yourself. 
This is for you, so you don't need to make things sound better than they are. Just write down whatever comes to mind. Pause this episode now and take 15 to 30 minutes to fully flush it all out. You don't need to share this with anyone else. This is really just for yourself. Don't censor yourself again. Make sure you jot it all down. And then once you've done that, we can move on to step two, which is to acknowledge everything. First and foremost, pat yourself on the back because that is some uh, tough work because you're digging deep and you're trying to pull out all the different pieces of you that maybe feel ashamed, feel scared, feel just all those kind of icky emotions that we tend to avoid. This is difficult work. Make sure you pat yourself on the back. It's also sometimes hard to be really truthful with ourselves and vulnerable with ourselves. Just acknowledge that you are doing this work. That's really important. And a lot of people will just tend to avoid this and won't own up to what's going on even to themselves. This is huge. I always say if you never own up to things, you can't deal with it. Make sure you acknowledge everything. You recognize that this is going on in your head, whether you like it or not, and you don't need to judge yourself. It is what it is. This is just what's knocking around in your head rent-free, and we now have it on paper. And it may not be everything, and that's okay, but at least we're starting to scratch the surface and we're starting to work on things. Once you've acknowledged yourself and you've realized that you've given yourself a safe space to start to work on these things, step three is to start to organize and categorize some of these things if possible. So you might group things into money items if there's a lot of money things coming up. If you have a lack of belief in yourself or just some self-confidence things coming up, then group those together. Figure out how you can bucket things together And then you start to realize which areas of your mindset and which areas in your life in general you need to start to work on. And step four is to do the opposite of what we've done. We have gone into some icky emotions that sometimes people tend to avoid. And now what we're going to do is to go into your accomplishments. What I want you to do now is to get another piece of paper or another section in your notepad and write down every single accomplishment that you have achieved or you are proud of since you were born. And honestly, you can put down being born as well because that's an accomplishment in and of itself. And I like to call this your quote-unquote humble brag list. And I want you to just literally list out everything and anything you're proud of, starting from when you came out of the womb. Okay, take 15 to 30 minutes now to jot it all down. Once you have done that, I want you to take a look at every single thing you've done to date because this is cold, hard evidence that you have done amazing and hard things before. And so you can 1000% launch a successful sustainable fashion brand because you have done all these things as well. I have no doubt that you will be able to accomplish whatever you put your mind to because you have done it before. And I want you to save this list, like put it on your wall, have it somewhere on hand because whenever you start to talk negatively to yourself or whenever you start to doubt yourself, I want you to look at this list and remember all the things that you are proud of yourself for accomplishing and just know that that list is going to continue to grow. Once you have made your accomplishments or humble brag list, Step five is to move into awareness. Before we had a lot of subconscious things go on or even conscious things happen, but we didn't really deal with it. Now what I want you to do is start to bring these things into your awareness and call it out. 
It's definitely going to be something you need to continuously work on, but you do need to start to be aware of it and more cognizant of it so that you can act differently. When things come up again, like you procrastinating or you talking badly about yourself or saying you can't do things, then I want you to acknowledge that you are participating in self-sabotaging behavior and this is not reality. As an example, I know that a lot of the times we talk really badly to ourselves. We criticize ourselves. We are our own worst critics. And in the self-development world or the mindset space, a lot of the times this is called your inner critic because it is that voice that you have in the back of your head that sometimes screams at you about how much you suck or how you can't do this and all this stuff. And it's not true because we, again, have our humble brag list. But what I've done actually is name my inner critic and then that way I can identify that it's actually not me, it's this other person and it is not really helpful and I can just kind of thank them for trying to protect me and move on. And I find that really helps with detaching from believing in whatever it says and then spiraling. My inner critic is named Shelby. And so whenever Shelby says something, I'm like, oh, Shelby, you're just being silly, but thanks for protecting me. Which, again, sounds kind of silly now that I'm saying it out loud, but it helps, okay? Trust me, it helps. I recommend you name your inner critic as well. It could be like a name you don't really like or just a name that comes to mind when you think of someone annoying that's pestering you. And then that way you can actually bring it to your awareness because you can identify that's actually not you, but just like the maybe more insecure, self-conscious version of yourself that you're no longer trying to be. Last but not least, step six is to actually do the work. Now, this takes time and it is something that you're going to continuously work on throughout your life. It is important that we rework these limiting beliefs, these negative thoughts, et cetera, et cetera. And if you think about it, you've been spending your entire life building on these quote unquote bad habits or this way of thinking. So it is unrealistic to assume that we are going to be fixed and magically fine after a couple days or a weekend or whatever it is know that the work is continuous and that's what makes it worthwhile if you have the time and the resources i would highly encourage you to work through some of this with a therapist a counselor or a mindset coach and really work with a professional on it i am just sharing things that i have learned over the years from mindset coaches and my counselor and therapist but I also want to just say that, you know, there are people that do this for a living and this is their job and that's why they're really, really good at it. So seek help and support if you need to. It is not selfish. It is not a waste of money. It is something that is really important and can help you be more successful. But if seeing a therapist or a counselor or a mindset coach just seems like too much right now, I want to still ensure you get support and help. You can easily get started with books and podcasts and then kind of work yourself up to that if that sounds better and more feasible for you. On the podcast before, I have talked a lot and on and on about Brianna Weist. I talk about her to all my friends, all my clients, and anyone that is close to me knows that I have like all her books and I'm her biggest fan. But two of her books in particular, I think are really, really good. The first one is The Mountain Is You, which I talk about at this rate, like almost every other episode. And then her other book, 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think, is also really good. And I know I've talked about The Mountain Is You before, and you might be like, okay, yeah, I know it's on my reading list, Selena, you've talked about it before, 
but I also wanted to just pull some of my personal favorite highlights from the book so that you truly understand how transformative this book is and how like if you just spend whatever it is, I think it's like $20 maybe, if you just spend that $20 and go through the book and reread it and do everything in it, I think it'll be really, really helpful for you. So I am going to try to convince you of how transformative it is by giving you some of my personal favorite highlights. The opening line of the book already gives me chills. Her opening line is as follows. There is nothing holding you back in life more than yourself. Mic drop, right? At the end of the day, this is your life and there's nothing holding you back more than yourself. I know a lot of people like to play victim or fall into the victim mindset and say like, oh, I wasn't born in the right place or I don't have the right circumstances or these people have this, this and this going on. But at the end of the day, this is your life and there's nothing holding you back more than yourself. And that is an empowering statement, honestly, because it allows you to take control and take reins of your life again. And that means that you can actually change your life if you don't like it right now. The next paragraph after that line is as follows. If there is an ongoing between where you are and where you want to be and your efforts to close it are consistently met with your own resistance, pain and discomfort, self-sabotage is almost always at work. And then this is another section I really liked as well. She says, the greatest act of self-love is to no longer accept a life you're unhappy with. It is to be able to state the problem plainly and in a straightforward manner. I think that is really powerful. And a lot of people talk about self-care, but really self-care is being able to know deep down what you want and then making the steps and taking the action to get there and protecting your wishes and not listening to other people and setting boundaries. That is really what self-care and self-love is. And then after that, she says a, a bunch of sentences that are really powerful. She says, your new life is going to cost your old one. It's going to cost you your comfort zone and your sense of direction. It's going to cost you being liked and understood. And it doesn't matter because the experiences people and life for you on the other side is meant for you how powerful right i have chills and honestly this is the book that helped me quit my job finally and do recloseted full-time i hope these few little tidbits show you how powerful and transformative this book is it is quite literally 20 dollars. i don't get a single cent from brianna weist i am just her biggest fangirl and I know it's been really helpful for a lot of my clients and my friends as well. If you are trying to work on your mindset, I highly, highly, highly recommend you get this book. And that can be the first thing that you work through. And then after that, if you're ready to take it to the next level and you are just more open and able to, I definitely recommend you work through it with a therapist and or a mindset coach as well. And with this episode, I hope you now realize how important this work is. And also to realize that this is a lifelong journey and it is something that I am continuously working on and everyone should as well. And make sure as you go through this, you are gentle and compassionate with yourself because it is a lot of unlearning and you have spent your entire life up till now telling yourself certain things or doing certain things. Habits are hard to break. Just be patient with yourself and understand you're not going to change overnight and that is okay but taking the first steps are necessary. To further help you close the gap between your current life and your dream life where you launch your fashion brand and it's your full-time job and you have a career you love 
and you're able to consciously create wealth for yourself, I want to help address some of the money items. I know that when you do these types of exercises, money comes up a lot. It could be the story that your parents told you that money is really hard to come by. I know we've all heard the saying, money doesn't grow on trees. We've also potentially been told that successful people aren't well-liked or rich people are bad. All this stuff. Money definitely is something that is so taboo. People don't really talk about their salaries. There's all this pay discrepancy. As such, I think it's really important to start to talk about these things. Have candid, transparent discussions. I want you to go into this with your eyes wide open, knowing how much it's going to cost and exactly how you're going to get that funding. Friendly reminder, I have a brand new free Fund Your Fashion Line training that's talking about how much money it will take to start a fashion brand and also how you can get that funding. And you can go through it at recloseted.com slash. I'm really proud of you for doing the work in this episode. I know that it is heavy. I know that it might bring up certain feelings, but be really proud of yourself because this is the first step to creating a life that you are proud of, you feel fulfilled about, and is essentially your dream life. Even though that sounds cheesy, I do think it's doable. I think you can build a career that you're passionate about and also consciously create wealth for yourself. And that's a wrap on this episode. If you got value from this, I would appreciate it if you could take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story, and tag us at Recloseted. Be sure to subscribe to the Recloseted Radio podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode and you have access to all of our valuable resources. And if you're feeling generous, please rate our podcast five stars and leave us a glowing review. I'm cheering you on and together, let's transform the harmful fashion industry.